What's up, everyone? Welcome to Sports Bluff. It's Thursday, October 19th, 2023, heading into week seven of the NFL season. We got a short episode for you tonight because we are headed to Kansas City this weekend to see the Chargers and the Chiefs duel it out in Arrowhead. With that said, we're going to jump right into it. We're just going to go through our uh, five games in week seven, give you the picks for those, and then we'll be back with you uh, on Monday to go over our Kansas City trip and dig into all the exciting action and get back on track. So, Ryan, first off, good to have you with me. Uh, I'm excited to do this. I'm excited to go to Kansas City with you, my friend. I cannot wait. We've been talking about it all day today. We've been planning, prepping. uh, And guys, in case you don't know, a little fun fact about us, we are very much so planners about everything. We have it down to... Well, I think I rub off on you on the... As we get closer (laughs) to the trip, you start adapting to my uh, planning methods and uh so i think we have this trip down to the dollar about how much money Absolutely. we're gonna spend uh it's a 20 bucks i don't know how long it will get us there but uh, that's all we got yeah we'll be we'll be lucky if we make it to tennessee on that rate but i'm excited it's gonna be a lot of fun we'll try to uh shoot some footage and have a good time we'll I, we'll still have an episode for you monday uh might record it from the hotel room we will see uh let's jump right into it so our weekly picks our standings right now i am up 24 to 22 so i'm up two points on you Overall record, I'm 15 and 15. You are 13 and 17. Last week, I went four and one for four points. You went two and three, but got your all in, which gave you five points. So you were down by two points to me as we head into week five, uh, week seven, sorry, uh, and make our five picks. Let's start with arguably the game of the week, one everyone's looking at, or maybe some people are sleeping on the Detroit Lions going to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. The Ravens coming back from London. They just had that win over the Titans, which was more dominant than the score would make you realize. Detroit, on the other hand, also had a dominant win. I mean, they kind of beat the brakes off of Tampa. They uh, they just never stood a chance. Lions are 5-1 and one and atop the NFC North, basically all alone. Ravens are atop the AFC North, but that division's a dogfight. This is interesting, and I think a lot of people are going to have different opinions on this game. The Ravens are favored by three. I understand they're at home, but I'm I'm a little surprised by that spread. Where are you at on this game? For me, I'm taking Lions plus three here because of a couple of reasons. One, you made a good point before we started the show that they are coming back from London. They also ran 70 plays in that game. Uh, so fatigue, um, tiredness, jet lag, all of that just plays a factor. And then also the Ravens have struggled to, you know, maintain a lead throughout the season uh any game they play they may get up but then they lose a lead they get sloppy on defense later on in the game late third early fourth quarter and this line offense they do not stop they will fight you tooth and nail to the final punch and they will try to win this game and look they just haven't let me down I got my all-in with them last week I love what Dan Campbell's doing I have faith in this line's organization even minus David Montgomery here. I still think this team, uh, they, they are getting Jameer Gibbs back, so um, he's going to be fully healthy from what I've heard. Hey, they might. he might get six attempts. Maybe so. Maybe so. But that may be all he needs. <laughs> Laporta Perhaps. will do the rest of the work. And uh, I, so I really do like this team. I think that they have a good shot at definitely winning the game. But I, I, just, I, I think more so than anything, this is an emotional pick for me because I just believe in the Lions, but also my lack 
of confidence in the Ravens is what leads me to the Lions plus three here. That that's fair. I I I mean I'm with you on the Lions. They are one of the best teams in football, without a doubt. They're a top five team. They can beat anybody on any given uh, Sunday for sure. However, I feel like, uh, and please tell me if I'm putting words in your mouth, I feel like a lot of people haven't really watched the Ravens this year. I I would say even yourself. I don't feel like you've watched a ton of Ravens. And I say that because I hadn't really watched a ton of Ravens. Obviously, we keep up with every team on Sunday, but you know what I mean, going back and watching. But this week, I went back and tried to dive in a little on the Ravens, and they are way better than their record or their scores indicate because you kind of hit on it. It's kind of sloppiness. They will be playing really well and they just can't close it out. You know, they can't punch it in in the red zone or there's a couple turnovers or their wide receivers drop balls. I I bet they've got more drop passes than any team in the league. I mean, they have to, but when they're not dropping passes, being being a Bills fan, (laughs) fair enough. When they're not dropping passes, though, they look really good. Zay Flowers looks amazing. He's a balling out as a rookie, even when he's not dropping the ball. He's already got like almost 400 yards. Lamar Jackson is playing at a high level. This is the storyline I think is kind of going under the radar this year. We wondered how he would play coming off of that contract, right? We said, are we going to see him return to that MVP form? And maybe his numbers aren't jumping off the screen, but when you watch the play, he is standing in the pocket and he is delivering every single throw on time. He's got a 70% completion percentage, Ryan, 1,200 yards, five touchdowns, He's ran for almost 350, four touchdowns on the ground. He is playing at the level we wanted him to. So credit to him. Their defense has gotten a lot better. And that's where I think the difference in this game can come. I think the Lions losing David Montgomery might be a problem. Because if they're not able to run the ball and it turns into Jared Goff dropping back and having to pass 30, 40 times, even though Jared Goff has been great, he's fantastic this year, one of the best in the league, I think that can be a weakness that the Ravens exploit. I'm worried about them coming back from London. I really am. But I'm going to take the Ravens to win the football game and to cover because at a certain point, you're just not going to win every game. I think the Lions have to get pulled back down to reality yeah, this my, week a little my bit. My counter argument, though, is what you actually kind of prefaced that with saying uh, their score and their stats may not say it, but they are a better team than they look. But when you talk about picking spreads here the only thing that does matter is the score right so uh, with, with all that being said I, if we were defending the Ravens I think that's all valid points I, I do think they are a much better team than people say they are or give them credit for but the fact that they can't close out wins uh, or, or seemingly wins that we would think they would be on the road to victory um, that that worries me man that just concerns me I think they're they're too sloppy to to play against one of the best teams in football right now. The Montgomery injury swings it for me, though. If he's not yeah. hurt, I think I would probably pick the Lions, but I, I believe in this Ravens team. I think they're a legit contender this year. Let's go okay. to uh, another AFC North team, the Cleveland Browns, coming off a big win against the 49ers. They're heading to Indianapolis to face the Colts. Browns are favored by three points on the road. Deshaun Watson, guess he's still in his hotel room. We haven't covered that on the show that's weird, right? Like the whole Deshaun thing is weird. It, it, it's strange. I can't put any more energy for Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I, I physically That's how cannot. we all feel. Not without a massage first. <laughs> right, right. Somebody's going to have to loosen up my muscles. But dude, it's just so weird that he, it was like he was cleared to play. Yeah. They acted like he was going to play. Then he didn't play. 
And the coach was like, oh, it was his decision. Like it was a pain tolerance thing that he's basically throwing him under the bus. Then it's like, oh no, he's actually hurt. He's dealing with an injury. He's missed last week. He's going to miss again. And it's so interesting that he's missing all these games after he had his best game as a Brown. It felt like the offense was finally turning the corner. And then he's just, I'm not saying he's not hurt. Obviously something's up, but it's weird, man. It's, it's just that trade looks worse and worse every day. I don't like him. He's scummy. We know it. And it's a weird situation. Anyway, I'm going to take the Browns minus three. Uh, because solely because of this defense and because Gardner Minshew had a terrible week last week. I think he threw like three picks uh, against the Jags, um, had a really low uh, completion rate too. So I, I just don't, if he was that bad against the Jags, the, the Browns have a better defense than the Jags. Definitely. So I, I don't think there's anything here that will salvage the Colts. And then also like Jonathan Taylor, What's up with him? We really don't know. Is it Zach Moss's game? Is it Jonathan Taylor's game? I'm, Nobody knows. He only got eight carries. Uh, that that was the problem last week. Like Minshew, you're like, oh my God, he had three picks. He also had 300 yards and threw it 50 times. Okay, they couldn't run the ball. I, now, I'm not saying they'll right. be able to run it on Cleveland, but you would hope That's they can I'm have saying. a more balanced attack, right? But what corner are they turning? So even if they come in and the, the script says, let's run the ball, this many times, well, if it gets shut down, they're going to be forced to throw. And I think that's what's going to happen. I, I think that the Colts are, or the Browns are going to shut down the Colts running game. They're going to have to put the ball into Michu's hands. And yeah, he may have a ton of yards, but he may throw 50 passes and only hit 25 of them. So I, I just, I, I don't think the cards are, are in the favor of the Colts right now. Um, they just have a lot of problems going on. And I think the Browns defensively are well put together. Oh, I mean, defensively, the Browns are the best in the league. And on the other end, the Colts are one of the worst defenses in the league. But it swaps on the other end. The Colts have like a decent offense, and the Browns' offense is non-existent. It's going to be the battle of backup quarterbacks, P.J. Walker and Gardner Minshew. I trust Minshew more there. I'm going to take the Colts plus the three off of one reason and one reason alone. It might be stupid. I think the Browns got that 49ers win, and I think that's it's going to feel like they won the Super Bowl. So I think they're going to come in feeling high on the hog, feeling good about themselves. On the opposite end, the Colts coming off a loss that they kind of got pummeled in. I think the Colts are going to be ready to play. The Browns are not. So give me the Colts plus three. I know I went on the Deshaun Watson tangent, but we hadn't talked about him on the show, and that's kind of a huge story in the NFL. I don't know when he'll come back, and even if he did, I don't know if it would affect how I picked this game. So give me the Colts. We are different on our first two picks. I imagine we'll be the same here. Falcons going to Tampa to take on the Buccaneers. Uh, both teams coming off a loss last week. The Bucks are favored by two and a half points at home. I don't feel strongly about this game one way or another. It simply boils down to me that I think Tampa is a better team than Atlanta, and I think Baker is a better quarterback than Desmond Ritter. So I'm going to take the Bucks to win and to cover the spread. Yeah, I'll agree with you there. Bucks minus two and a half is. I feel kind of confident on that. Um, there's really not much to add to that either, right? Like, it, it, there's nothing jumping off the page. Like, no. why I'm so confident in this whatsoever. The Bucks are at home. That's kind of the Bucks are at home. I don't trust Ritter, and Bijan hasn't been putting up the kind of numbers that you want him to be putting up right now. So, um, yeah, they're not using him as much as they should. And I no. like Arthur Smith, but they're making Ritter throw it 40 times a game. It's weird. Atlanta could you know, win this game because they're divisional opponents. Like it's not going to be a shock, but I'm going to pick the better team, you know, when they're both coming off a loss. Right. Yeah. And I think that 
right now Baker Mayfield is playing better football than Desmond Ritter, and he's got better weapons at his disposal with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Definitely. And the running game needs to step up a little bit for the mm-hmm. Bucks. It needs to get better. They need to be more efficient there. And ultimately, this Bucks defense can still stop people. You know, true, it, it's true. not the worst defense in the world, but it's good enough, to, I think, to stop the Falcons, especially when the Falcons are like it, it, what what is strange to me is like I agree with you. I love um, Art Smith, but he makes some head scratching play calls sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you're like, man, he's like a really really good coach, and sometimes it's like he's he gets greedy almost. I, I guess I'm I forgive him a little bit because I think that's him just trying to work within the confines of his quarterback. Maybe. I, I am worried because Atlanta's defense is better on paper than they are on film. So maybe they give Baker trouble, but yeah. until then, I, I I agree. Me and you got to stick with the Bucks here. All right, the game we're going to, the Chargers heading to Kansas City to take on the Go Chiefs. Tell, take this one. Take Drew, run with it. Tell everybody how little faith you have in your Chiefs. You're acting like, yeah, you're acting like I'm doing something crazy. The Chiefs are favored by five and a half points, and I'm taking the Chargers plus the five and a half. I still think the Chiefs win the game, but you look back on all the Herbert Mahomes games, they're almost always close. They go to overtime. They're three-point games. The Chargers, if the Chargers lose this game, their season is essentially over. We've seen the Chiefs struggle to punch it in the red zone. I think as good as the Chiefs' defense has been, I think the Chargers will be able to run the football on them. Again, I think the Chiefs win, but the Chiefs have not been a team that historically covers the spread a lot. They just don't. That's that's just a fact. So, with that said, I'm going to take the Chargers and the five and a half points. It's not three. It's five and a half. And it, they're divisional rivals. They always play close. Uh, Justin Herbert is no knows the season's basically on the line here. I, I think the Chiefs win it, but the Chargers uh, cover. When did Patrick Mahomes come into the league? He came into the league, his first, well, he came into the league 2017. His first year was 2018. Okay, and when did Justin Herbert come in? 19. Okay. No, no, sorry, 20, 20, 20. So, starting in 2020, uh, the Chiefs beat the Chargers 23 to 20 in overtime. There we go. So, Los Angeles 38 to 21, Chargers 30 to 24, Chiefs 34 to 28, and then Chargers 24 to 27. And Chiefs thirty to twenty seven. So yeah, the last couple years they have played each other pretty close. close. Yeah, but other than that, um, you know, since both of these guys have been in the league battling each other, they have had some games where it's by a touchdown or more. I, I think that this game plays out like this. I think they play each other close. I told you this before we started recording tonight, and I still stand by it. I think they play each other close. I think Justin Herbert makes a mistake. Me and you talked about how underrated the Chiefs' defense is this year. I think they really rear their head and show how good of a defense they are, and I think the defense scores this game. I have a feeling that they score a pick six on this game somewhere, somehow, and that's what gives them the minus five and a half. Well, remember last year it was the against the Chargers where uh, the Chiefs had that pick six in the end zone and that 99-yard interception return for the touchdown. So it's likely. I don't think the Chiefs' defense is underrated anymore. I think people are taking notice that they're one of the best in the league. I still think the offense is underrated. They're still moving the ball effectively. They're, the Chiefs' offense, their problem is punching it in in the red zone. I think they will fix that this week. I'm, I'm really interested to see if McCole Hardman takes any snaps this game. That might be something that flies under the radar for a lot of people. I think he can make a difference on this team, though, just because they need the help. And please, dear, dear God, 
can we just give Rasheed Rice more more balls? Just throw Rasheed I, Rice the ball, please. Please, whatever you do. I, uh, I think you'll start seeing that. Let's hope so. I, I do think that's around the corner. <laughs> I, I hope so, because uh, I think he's going to be uh, a pretty good wide receiver. Last game, the Miami Dolphins heading to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. This is probably the actual game of the week, Sunday Night Football. Tua versus Jalen, the Alabama quarterbacks, dueling it out in the NFL. The one who was benched, the one who took over. It's uh, really interesting. I know everyone's excited about this one. Me and you are going to be watching it with cocktail in hand. The Eagles are favored by two and a half at home, even though they just came off the loss to the Jets. What are your thoughts on this one? Have they ever, has Tua and Jalen ever played each other? No. Huh, this is going to be fun. Uh, my thoughts are, I think it's going to play out similar to, it has a chance to play out similar to how the Bills and Dolphins went. Like, I think that the Eagles can stop or at least slow down this Miami offense to some degree. And honestly, I just think that Jalen Hurts is going to have a lot of fight in him this game because of the loss last week. And I think they still want to prove themselves that, hey, they are a really good football team. I think this defense is going to step up in places where you don't think they will, and they'll shut down some of these slants and things like that. It's hard to do with Miami. The team is so fast. It's just, it's so, so fast. I don't understand. Like, they didn't go out looking for fast. Fast just found them. No, no, I disagree. That would... no, I think that's exactly what they did. I think they went out and said, we're going to get a bunch of speed players. Yeah, but then, uh, but not this fast. Like, like they knew they were getting speed players, but like, yeah, Tyreek is obviously a, a no doubt. But like, A-Chain, like coming onto the scene and being as good as he is and as fast as he is, like, I don't think they drafted him just for his fastness. I do. Um, I think that's exactly why they drafted him. I think that, the, I think Mike McDaniel was smart in making in molding the offense that way and it has its limitations but he has gotten the most out of Tua he's gotten the most out of using those speed guys I mean Tyree Kill is having an MVP year right now he's on track for 2,000 yards it's insane the, it's but, crazy but, how explosive this offense is agreed however as you've said we've seen him get slow down when when the defensive line can get to Tua and hit him not even sack him but just pressure him hit him get him out of rhythm, that starts to affect the game. Buffalo was able to do that, and I think Philly's defensive line is going to be able to do that too. Uh, Jalen Carter is a dog. He is an absolute dog right now. He's already one of the best uh, nose tackles in the league. I think he's playing this game. I'm pretty sure. The The concern for Philly is the secondary. Their secondary struggles. They give up a lot of pass yards a game, so they might get hit over the top a couple times, but Miami's not going to be able to run on them. So ultimately, I think that Paired with the fact that Jalen Hurts is not going to want to lose this game, I don't think Jalen's been as bad as some people like to think he is. I think the Eagles win this game, and I think they cover the spread. I agree with you. And maybe I should switch my statement up and say, instead of fast, explosiveness. Because you can have a lot of guys that are fast on your team, but they're not necessarily always explosive. But like every guy that they have, on that team is explosive. Yeah, Mostert's explosive. He's like 30. It's crazy. Right. He's 31. <laughs> it's insane. He's 31. I considered trying to trade for him, and I was like, wow, he's old. But yeah. my gosh, he's good. Um, so, yeah, like, you know, Hill was 
he's always been explosive, right? Like, right. Even on Kansas City, but like Waddle, like he, I don't think Waddle was this explosive even at Alabama. Like he was explosive, but like he just, it's different. It's an NFL explosive, you know. Um, and then you got a chain. Like, yeah, he's fast, but is he really, really good? Yeah, he is actually. Um, and, and they just they have so much talent on that team. And it's just like a V8 engine just traveling down the field. Why are you, at all why are you times. talking about all the talent they have and then you're going to pick the Eagles? Well, why, because why are you think, picking the Eagles then? Well, because I think it's something that we should call out. Like, greatness is greatness. However, I think that the Eagles defense is going to step up and stop that. Well, um, we're doing a pick segment. You're picking the Eagles and you're spending 10 minutes talking about how much you love Miami. Look, just change I'm your pick. Just, just change just, it. I'm that amazed by it, okay? <laughs> Like, I mean, it, it's uh, we haven't seen an offense like this in a long time. However, we know they can be stopped because Buffalo did it. And right. other teams have done it. But the Eagles, I think, have a good shot at doing it. Sunday night football, Eagles coming off a loss. Like, I, I think it's just, it's a prime game for the Eagles to have a bounce back game here. Yeah, the, it's, the Dolphins are really talented, but I don't think they can, I don't think they're a physical football team. If they stretch you and they start turning into a track meet, you're in trouble. But we've seen... As we said on the show, I, we talked about it, we called it, like Buffalo did, if if you go up and you punch Miami in the mouth and you get physical with them and you, you get make pressure them, on Tua. Right. If you make them play a physical, dirty football game, then you beat them and you they can't they can't play that style of game. That's the kind of game the Eagles love to play. If, we both agree that the Eagles win in the cover. Yeah, if you get pressure on Tua, we see a completely different type of game for Miami. You have to you have to break up their rhythm. Okay. So what is your all-in pick? The pick that if you get correct, you get three additional points. This is where you made up ground last week. I'm doubling down, man. I'm taking the Lions again for my all-in. Lions plus three against the Ravens. I I like it. I think it's, it's risky, a risky, but I like little it. game we play. <laughs> it is, but hey, you got to go somewhere. I am going all-in on the Eagles minus two and a half. I just don't see any way that Hurts loses this game. And as I said, I think the Eagles are going to be way more physical than the Dolphins, and they're going to set things right after their loss. So, but man, have you seen the Miami offense? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Somebody I know was telling me about them. <laughs> I had a friend talking about it earlier. I could gain four points on just one pick. True, true. And we got three differences. I've got the Ravens uh, minus three. You've got the Lions plus three. I've got the Colts plus three. You've got the Browns minus three. And then I have the Chargers plus five and a half. You've got the Chiefs minus five and a half. You're all in on the Lions plus three. I'm all in on the Eagles minus two and a half. Week seven, that's it. If the Chiefs get minus five and a half at the game, you owe me nachos. Well, we're going to be getting those nachos. Don't don't, don't you fret <laughs> because the Chiefs have the best stadium nachos in the country. Maybe I've not the world. That. I, I, I verified that because I've been to one NFL stadium. Yeah, that's right. But there is this place in Switzerland. This You guys got to try it. But <laughs> I don't want to overrun their business. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a good weekend. Enjoy the football games. We will see you on Monday with all of our uh, coverage from Kansas City. Be safe. We'll talk to you then. Goodbye. We hope you enjoyed today's show. We release new episodes every Monday and Thursday. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And for even more content, follow us on YouTube or click the link.